0: Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello and welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast. Welcome along. It's Rob Riles, as always, welcoming you to another program. Great to have you with us. Thanks for joining us and uh, As I always say, we do not underestimate you spending your time listening to the Leader Manager Coach podcast. It's all about leadership, it's all about management and coaching, particularly in our beautiful game, but as we often say, related to everything we do in the world, because the principles of success are universal. So what we're going to talk about today, well we're going to do some reminders and this is a practical thing, and a lot of the a lot of the inspiration for what we put out on leader manager coach comes from I like to to think and and, and I hope it comes from the heart, because a lot of it comes from personal experience. and I like to share stories and experiences. ...that have particularly impacted myself and those around me and the things that I think are relevant to you. And one of the things that occurred to me this week that I hope occurs regularly because it depends on how we look at this particular thing as to how we deal with it. Last weekend... I intended to make a phone call. And I intended to make a phone call to somebody that is not always an easy phone call. It's not always an easy conversation because there's no easy solutions to what's going on in this person's life. But as a friend and a colleague, whatever you want to call it, I've had the uh, inclination to communicate with this person and to, look, you know, for want of a better reason, for want of a better word, for want of a better phrase, check up on them, see how they're doing, check on progress and so on and so on. It's something we all do. And because there are no apparent joyous successful in inverted commas outcomes it's not as i've just said an easy conversation so it didn't happen last weekend and i don't think it was a conscious decision for me to to say i'm not going to ring that person but it was obviously when i look back not important enough for me to do so because it didn't happen And then after the weekend, I realised I hadn't called. So it may have been just a forgotten item. Well, that's not the issue. So this week, a couple of days ago, I made a phone call to that person. And I remember at the time thinking, oh, I haven't got enough time. Um, It's a little bit busy right now, and so on and so on. So that little voice inside me was trying to give me all the reasons I needed not to complete Something I wanted to do. Anyway, I made the call. It was of significant value, I believe. And that's how it felt to me. And when I'd finished, it felt really great. How many times have you experienced that? Now, I wouldn't say I was frightened of that phone call, but fear and trepidation and concern and something inside me that said I'd probably rather not do it was manifesting, but I did it anyway. And we've all heard about the book, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. Jordan Peterson often talks about the place you most need to go and visit is the darkest place in the forest. The thing you most need to do is your greatest fear. The thing you most need to face in your life to make the most progress is your greatest fear. And the more I go through life, the more I think that's absolutely true. Now, sometimes we have to take baby steps and we're always talking about baby steps. So it's not, always the case that you've got to suddenly decide on achieving something that you want to do and jump in and try and slay the monster or the dragon when you're not even prepared. It's wise counsel to face your fear incrementally if at all possible. It does often transpire that if you keep ignoring the warning signs, you do not face up to your fears, then these little fears and these little warning signs and the little pushes and inclinations we get to follow a piece of, of advice that we fail to do end up becoming a calamity and a catastrophe. That is often how things work. It may be that you need to have a conversation with somebody and I will hold my hand up and say that my life has been changed out of all recognition and this ignoring of warning signs and this need to face up to things that were so frightening to me at the time that I didn't do was extremely costly and almost to the point of b- being irretrievable. So let it be a warning to us all that we need to face our fears and if we do it, we will grow as an individual and the thing that we think it was our, our dragon is no longer our dragon. We will, however, have another dragon and that is an acceptance of life, which leads on to the other point or the next point that mental health and well-being, I think, partly starts or is contributed to by an understanding that, look, let's put it into this context and into this phrase, life is a tragedy because one day we're going to die so look at it like that it is a series of challenges to help us grow make us grow and move us on on the path we've talked about it many times in different forms we need to face our fears so whatever your fears are now on your journey whether that's to create a better relationship To create a bigger, more successful, more sustaining business. To grow yourself in your career. To be a better leader. Create a better team out on the pitch. Create something with somebody. Learn more. Whatever it is that you know in your heart you need to do. Set yourself a challenge to go and do it. Or take one step towards it. Maybe you need to do an exercise plan. Because your health isn't great. Maybe you need to adjust something else in your life it could be something really simple and practical that if you don't do your car breaks down you know you get have some financial difficulties it can be absolutely anything but whatever it is you will know what that thing is it doesn't have to be a magnanimous act it can be absolutely anything but again linked to that we've just already touched on it And this is a reminder I often get through the Stoic philosophy, which is a fundamental thing of part of what sustains me often, that because when you read and understand what the Stoics talk about, it puts it into perspective, and i'll put it really brutally we need to stop thinking of life as one big happy cupcake party it is terribly mundane at times it is extremely challenging it is ridden with grief loss discomfort pain sometimes agony it is challenging and When we set out on a project, you can bet your bottom dollar it's going to be ten times harder than you thought it would be. Not always, but often. And as Ryan Holiday reminded me this week, life can be one damned thing after another. Here's a question. How, How often in your life have you ever said, why me? Why me when you think that it's possibly only you that after tripping up three times and having three challenges on the way to this particular goal that you got injured again and you were out for another three weeks and then you're just on the cusp of victory when somebody really lets you down and something else happens. There's a pandemic. There's a, an energy crisis. The chairman changes his mind. The manager gets sacked. Your deal doesn't come off. One damned thing after another. What's the answer? The answer is do not be a victim. Do not be a victim. The next answer is possibly respond, do not react. It's that little space between stimulus and response. We can choose how we act, react. That is our amazing ability. And we can use it, maybe not instantly, but we can use it as fuel to move on. Life is full of stories of people who've overcome. Use them, read them, listen to them. If you don't like reading, find a podcast, but try and read. It will sustain you, and it will make you realise that you are not different. You are different, but you're not. Here's something else that I was reminded of this week, and I like to use the podcast to make these reminders, because it's all reminders, because ultimately... I think we all deep down know these things, it's just that we need reminding of them and we need possibly to unlearn some things and relearn others. Having all the wealth in the world, all the success in the world, all the things that you want in life is absolutely not going to make you happy. What is going to make your life meaningful is the pursuit of the things you value as long as they're aligned with the good of yourself and everybody else so what I mean by that is if your the pursuit of your goal is one that contributes to the well-being of the people around you and yourself it's going to be great in terms of that journey If it's a goal that's selfish to you and will have detrimental consequences to you, your life, your wealth, your health and those around you, it's going to end badly. But pursuing all these things in the hope that you're going to get somewhere and then you'll be completely happy for the rest of your life. When you've got that big car, that big contract, that big house, whatever it is, that is a a fallacy. That doesn't mean there's anything wrong in the pursuit of, thereof, but don't get fooled into thinking it's all about the arrival. Because when you speak to those people who have achieved great things, they all say, Almost to a man and a woman smell the roses on the way take your time to enjoy the simple things in life because you cannot buy those things and they are where real life happiness and meaning is eating your simple favorite food with somebody you care for and love A wonderful, simple conversation, a phone call, a message. Noticing a beautiful morning sunrise. Having a couple of minutes with somebody's newborn baby that's just pure love and joy. Sharing in another family member's success. Speaking to a loved one who's not well. Having a three minute conversation with somebody who needs a little bit of help. Just a simple conversation. The simple things in life. Litter your life with those things and embrace them and encourage them and recognize them. It will make all the difference. Because I hold my hand up and say I have spent so many years pursuing goals with utmost focus and relentlessness. I have missed many things. I like to think I've possibly learnt a little bit to balance that out for the right reasons. And remember also that you cannot succeed alone. Imagine you are the only individual living and you become the greatest. Ain't great, is it? The greatest out of one. We are social beings. The Western industrialized modern world seemingly is taking us and has taken us and still does along a path of individualism I hold my hand up and say I've been guilty of that for many many years was indoctrinated into that it's all about what you do create this create that chase that be independent, all good stuff in context, and there's the phrase in context, because we thrive as people in social relationships, if you want to destroy somebody, yes, whip them, beat them, strip them, torture them, of course, but put them in solitary confinement, you'll soon see what that does. There are epidemics of loneliness that didn't exist years ago because people lived in greater commune than they do now. We need each other. We don't need to be on all the time, on social media all the time, conversing and, and, and having possibly suboptimal meaning conversations with thousands of people commenting. It's possibly all about that small two, three minute interaction, 30 second interaction, knowing that you love touching base with somebody, visiting somebody, seeing somebody, having half an hour with them, speaking to somebody here, being part of a community. If we do not contribute towards those relationships, whether that's a family, whether it's part of your work, career business community part of your spiritual community your social community your road your street your neighborhood who else is going to do it oh it's somebody else's job well it ain't somebody else's job because if it degenerates you're going to suffer And you cannot imagine what you get back from contributing like that. Listen, I'm not here preaching about this thing. These are just things that I think, I like to think I've been lucky enough to pick up as I go along. I never thought about these things when I was 20. I thought it was all about me. Me, me, me. And then if there's anything left, maybe. It ain't. We are. Are part of something bigger. The more you contribute. The better you are going to be lifted up. Believe you me. So remember. Face your fears. Embrace the simple things in life. And remember that we're all part of something bigger than ourselves. Remember those three things just as small reminders on your own leadership journey and watch the magic happen. Leader, manager, coach. Thanks for listening. Catch you later. Bye-bye. The Leader Manager Coach podcast is available via the Leader Manager Coach app. Download it now to access the rich resource of unique, insightful and educational material to help you on your own journey in football, sport and life. Leader, manager, coach for the game, for life. Available now on Google Play and Apple App Store.